Hi, everyone. This is Natalie with another episode of the Trustful Podcast. Now, I know I've been absent for the past two months, but as this podcast suggests, life happens. And I've been right in the middle of it. Thankfully enough, I totally survived this little bump on the road. You would be proud of me. So for now, I just want to insist on thanking you all for your positive feedback and the support that you have shown towards what the Trustful Podcast stands for. For those of you who are new here, I want to share this reminder with you. The Trustful Podcast is about discussing issues, topics, and everything falling in between that have spiked my attention as life happened to me. This is only to try to understand these events and initiate conversations around them, around the emotions that erupt from them. The Trust File Podcast is about understanding that life is going to keep coming, learning to trust the process, to trust ourselves to be strong enough and capable to move through these life events can help us embrace them and help us move through them with grace. The following episodes will be about... Making comparisons between words that can be mistaken to mean the same. For example, boundaries and walls, triggers and impulses, privacy and secrecy. We're starting a whole new series. This will help understand and decipher subtle nuances that affect our everyday life and emotional stability. So let's dive in. Today, we're going to talk about privacy versus secrecy. Now, I had plans on releasing this episode over a month back, but I've had such a hard time making sense of it that I decided to hold off on it a little. I did some research, I read and talked about it with others before bringing it to the platform today. To tell you the truth, it was no easy task because I found myself struggling and finding the balance between these two words myself almost every single day. And maybe, coincidentally, On October 4th of 2021, one of the major social media platforms crashed. I'm sure you all heard about it. Facebook, Instagram, WhatsApp, they all vanished. Poof. And somehow I felt it. Now, for those of you who don't know, I am a super small, tiny, itty-bitty business owner. No big deal. So my art, my book, my bakery... Their sales all live off of social media. I felt this unbearable silence. And oddly enough, it wasn't just limited to my business. It was also projected and stretched to my personal life. I just had to know what was going on. But somehow the world got noisier. I mean, the news, Clubhouse, and Twitter made sure we were aware of what was going on. And the conversations that I've been listening to on Clubhouse were just so interesting. I don't know. So, yeah. The platform shut down for users across the globe after whistleblower Francis Hagen, a data scientist from Iowa, featured in a segment on 60 Minutes as she allegedly claimed that Facebook was aware of how its platforms are used to spread hate, violence, and misinformation. Okay, tell us something we don't know. But at the same time, it was hard to believe that an information that we already had felt like news. Let's keep it moving. 
So over and over again, every single morning as we wake up, the first thing we reach for is this black little box of ours. We call it a telephone, a cell phone, right? Sure. Its alarm wakes us up, reminds us of our routines and tasks for the day. We want to check the weather, the time in our calendar and our messages, right? We log on, we click, we swipe, we scroll. This is the 2021 norm. Before we turn to our significant other to say good morning or before we have our morning stretch, our alarm reminds us that the first thing our eyes will be set on is a blue light screen. A screen that somehow is tied to our fingerprints, our facial features, or our voice. Hey Siri. Okay, Google. Alexa. An intimate unlock. <laughs> I just, guys, listen. I just triggered both my Google Assistant and Alexa at the same time. You see what I'm talking about? So <laughs> that was a perfect example. Let's keep it moving. So we log on, we click, we swipe, we scroll. This is the 2021 norm. An intimate unlocking that gives access to our most vulnerable self. An access that not many people are privileged to. I mean, our phone our telephone ads suggest things that we simply think about, right? Can your significant other or your family member or a, your best friend, can they guess the best Christmas present better than an Instagram ad? It's interesting how we talk about privacy when we constantly and daily expose ourselves to the closest stranger on social media. Now, listen, I'm not pointing fingers because I am totally guilty of this myself. There are times when I'm posting a picture of a meal and I actually pause to ask myself, why? I share who I'm dating and I ask myself, why? Who and what am I really validating or even is sharing about validation per se? Maybe in 2001, nobody was doing that much. Maybe in 1995, Nobody was doing that at all. Connecting has suddenly become a facilitating way of disconnecting. You see me on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, name it. Life is good. I have the white picket fence. I have the car, the perfect partner, and I prepared best meals of all. Okay, so what exactly am I selling? Because if I'm sharing, especially with over a thousand people that I most certainly don't speak to every day, there must be something I'm trying to sell. Lately, I have been trying to find purpose in everything that I do. What is the why? What am I trying to sell? Especially when it comes to social platforms. Am I selling a product? Am I selling me? Am I selling an idea, an insecurity? Am I trying to change the world? Do I have a message to deliver? You get where I'm going, right? These are actual questions that I have asked myself before I even post anything. Sometimes we do it just for fun. Sometimes we do it because we're lonely. Sometimes we do it because we feel like somebody can understand us. We do it just to share a moment. I get it. 
I talked about it to a friend recently. She explained how we share joyful moments out of our whole entire life. That one three by three square on Instagram is not our whole life. Although I agree. I question why we still feel the need to share that with strangers, right? Well, I can explain. There were times I would text a group of friends on WhatsApp and would let them know that they are my Instagram or my Facebook. These were times when I felt like I just wanted to share with who matters. But there's a bigger world out there full of strangers. Yes, but among them, there are people who are looking to smile, people who are looking to disconnect, to relate, to care. So I'll record myself building furniture. I'll share my son's meals on Instagram or share a journey on TikTok. But I want to believe that I do have a purpose in my posts. I want to believe that I do share positivity, fun, enriching insights and how to's and more. And some days I just share because it is not harmful. I can't explain why. Maybe it's become a simple habit. I'm sure you could relate to that. But let's switch it up a bit. Recently, I have been feeling the need to limit text messages, phone calls, and more. And just last September, I removed myself from social media for three weeks altogether. And it wouldn't be my first time doing so. I found the disconnection to be refreshing. Honestly, I'd suggest anyone to try it. This kind of decision, although temporary, it had a surprisingly such a positive impact in my life when I needed it most. See, the time I would have spent on scrolling, commenting, editing, and scrolling some more was spent on reading, learning, meditating, praying, and spending precious quality time alone with myself and with my son. There comes a time when it's necessary to dig back into your own well to foster and implement self-development, self-care, and simple contentment independent of others. Giving absolutely no access to your bliss. Social media can get tricky when it comes to that, especially if you're highly engaged in it. Now, let me add a little parenthesis, by the way, because this had me thinking really deep. The human being was not made to be alone. If someone feels like they have to be completely alone, devoid of any other interaction to develop themselves and become better, then they need to work on their relationship with others because this is an indication of a handicap where you feel powerless when around others. Probably has nothing to do with what I'm talking about right now, but it really did (laughs) um, pull this out of me. Anyways, thought I'd share. So let's get back on track. Regarding my social media hiatus, I didn't quite feel the need to live by the if you didn't post it, it didn't happen mentality. Again, oftentimes without realizing it, we seek validation by showing off what we possess, what we have accomplished. Look at my perfect kitchen. This is my perfect boyfriend. This is the new car I don't even own yet. This is my birthday celebration. I can afford four vacations in a year. Look, I got a new job. I mean, we're all guilty of it. I'm guilty of it. But often I ask myself, how do we even get out of this? And do we even care to get out of it? I feel that we all have this assurance that it's all fake. But this conviction is not enough. Just recently, someone reminded me that social media can just be a highlight of the happiest moments. 
that catch our attention or the happiest moments that can simply be a highlight of what we want to cherish and share with others, right? We forget that out of one post, there's a remaining 23 and a quarter hours happening in someone's life. That includes stress, anxiety, trauma, and more. Or just plain nonchalance. <laughs> so what if someone wants to share what makes them happy? So what if they want to share that significant other that means the world to them? So what if they want to share something they've learned today? We could all use a smile. We could all use knowledge and even more from someone sharing with us while we're dealing with our own stress, anxiety, and trauma, and nonchalance. <laughs> so what I'm trying to say is, this experience pushed my curiosity in what privacy versus secrecy meant, both on social media and in your own personal life. This study, if you may call it that, inevitably brought in how secrecy and privacy could be sharing a thin line with vulnerability. Today's topic is a little bit hard to decipher. I mean, bear with me. I've been working on this and I still don't know where I'm going with it. Just don't add share. So both privacy and secrecy almost sound the same, right? But not quite. According to Merriam-Webster Dictionary, privacy is a state of being apart from company or observation from others. Secrecy, however, is the act of keeping information hidden. See the difference? Yes? No? Well, let me elaborate. I can, de I can decide to read a book in private, meaning I don't have to announce it to anyone. I grab my book, I sit in my corner, and proceed to read. I'm not hiding anything. Now, if someone so happens to waltz by and ask, hey, what you reading? I'm not scared or hesitant to say, Oh, I'm just reading Ken Follett's The Pillars of Earth. It's simple. Secrecy would be hiding in your car several nights in a row to have a phone call that you don't want anybody to listen to. Um, but for my entertainment, let's steer this privacy and secrecy topic towards relationships. <laughs> Bruce Music, a relationship repair expert, says, so... Privacy is about being on your own with your own thoughts, feelings, and experiences. Because where privacy is about having a life that you don't share with others, secrecy is about intentionally hiding information. Secrecy is about intentionally hiding information. That kind of reminds me of a conversation I have with, this, with that same friend. And we were talking about how in 2021, if you don't show a picture of you and your girlfriend on social media, that means that you're hiding something. I still don't know how I feel about that, but um, privacy and secrecy nowadays tend to merge together when it comes to social media and your private life, quote unquote, more specifically. Um, because... I don't know. Let's 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 go back again. Privacy is keeping your thoughts, feelings, experiences to yourself. No pressure. Secrecy is hiding information intentionally. Right now I'm asking myself, how do you break these two apart? Well, Bruce helps us understand the difference. Secrecy is tied to fear and shame, meaning the reason you're not telling the world about certain information is simply because you feel ashamed and or are afraid of some judgment or accusations or 
consequences. It could simply mean that you are protecting yourself. Nothing wrong with that. Privacy, however, is usually tied in with developing your own personal individual life. For example, this can be ignited by a person who feels like he or she is losing himself or herself in a relationship, for example. Or someone who is protecting themselves in their workplace because the minute that they open up, they feel vulnerable to unwanted repercussions. Privacy is crucial to individual development because it allows you to spend time with yourself. Time alone. Time alone to learn. To mold yourself into your goal independent of others' opinions. Meaning, these opinions are not going to control the course of your actions. That people see or do not see what you're up to, it does not affect your choices. It does not fluctuate your emotions or your thoughts. Nothing to hide, but just contentment in what you have. Happy to be alone, unbothered and undisturbed. Where secrecy undermines a relationship or work intentions, Privacy actually enhances it. And relationships, unbeknownst to their partner, a mistake that a lot of people make is to use privacy to try to explain why they are fostering secrecy, which can be very deceitful. Respecting each other's privacy communicates trust, where secrecy can actually harm a relationship. Privacy doesn't, or at least shouldn't. Let's go over some examples that can help us understand this in terms of relationships. Privacy. I have a code on my phone, but that is so that nobody has access to it or my personal information can remain uncompromised. Secrecy. Although my wife or girlfriend is using my phone, I feel the need to stand by her until she is done using it so that she may not have access to some information on there, even if she doesn't feel compelled to dig. Privacy. I would love to spend the afternoon alone reading a book or simply working on a skill I care about. Secrecy. I love spending time alone so that I may do some things that I cannot do while I'm with you because I'm scared of how it would make you feel. Privacy. Being able to spend your money on things you love without feeling guilty about doing so. Secrecy. Hiding your salary or a purchase from a significant other, making loads of investments unbeknownst to her, buying a car behind her back, earning extra income without sharing that information with that person, gambling and losing money without them knowing. In terms of relationships, a lot of people think that holding secrets is a sign of protecting someone and avoiding harm, whereas really it's coming more from a lack of respect a form of manipulation to get away with whatever they feel like in the name of privacy. In terms of social media, I believe that privacy is a healthy means of honoring boundaries. Vulnerability can still be shared without strangers having access to your personal life. A personal life that, as the title suggests, should remain among individuals that are actually engaged in your everyday life, people and family that care that are actively present when life and times get rough. Those people that are present no matter what. Doesn't that sound beautiful? For now, I'll leave you with this. 
Secrecy is the enemy of intimacy. Yes, we each need to maintain healthy boundaries to preserve our own identities, yet not lose ourselves in a relationship. But avoiding secrets is key. Secrets of almost any kind lead to diminished trust. Diminished trust creates a situation where others may question our motives and actions, which in turn may lead them to invade our privacy. This cycle is difficult, if not impossible, to break, so best not to let it begin. In short, secrets are simply not good for the keeper or the person in the dark. Let's be sure to pay attention to the difference between privacy and secrecy in our relationships. And let's do our best to be kind and compassionate to ourselves and others as we reflect on what we may be able to do to nurture relationships with those we hold most dear. Always remembering we are so much more than enough. This is a quote by Joan from Passion, Compassion, and Coaching. I know I spoke of privacy and secrecy by floating between social media and personal life, but I just had to talk about it <laughs> using both because somehow they work hand in hand now in 2021. So I think at the end of the day, the judgment is yours. It's up to you to give it meaning and to truly understand the reason behind a post, a reason behind sharing, find the why. And I think at the very core, the balance is what's most important. Mm -hmm.